Hi everyone and welcome to episode 157 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys. What's that What's that about? Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No, I'm here. Hi. Hi. We've had, it, like TGS was mental. Yeah, just a little bit. It's crazy to think that also it was like two weeks ago now. I know, I know. It feels strangely far away now. Yeah. But... No, it was um, it was definitely interesting. <laughs> it was certainly interesting. There were some again surprise Final Fantasy yeah. fifteen announcements that I don't think anyone really saw coming. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's some people who are quite disappointed in what came out of it in the aftermath. Um, in terms of like the additional cutscenes that were announced and that type of thing, but. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk that. about that. Yeah. We'll talk about that because our first segment is called Another Year of Final mm. Fantasy Fifteen. That sounds intense. Another year. Another year. And then we have loads of news to talk about afterwards. Um, but we are again recording really last minute because of life. Um, so we're going to keep the show short. I see we said, again said last episode, we're going to do a short episode. It still ended up being normal length. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, we just get into it. We can't help ourselves. We just, I know, we just talk too much. We do, we do talk too much. Uh, but I'm going to speed things along here, Lawrence. So mm-hmm. um, if you are listening for the first time, Final Fantasy Union is, of course, part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. We have a new show every Tuesday, working rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union, and we come on the iTunes store as well as FinalFantasyUnion.com. And we're now going to do our Patreon shoutouts. If you want to support us on Patreon, head over to patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion. We're now going to do shoutouts for anyone who has pledged $2.50 or more per episode. Yeah. Starting with Lauren. Starting with Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. Then we have Lewis James. Satria Jaya Sudharma at Satria625 Rumen. Tyson Wildman at Ty Wildman 1. Blue Machine at Blue Machine. Chris Morales. Eric Decker at Choco Taco. Jonathan Gonzalez at... Oh, it's just Johnny. Josh McNabb at J2K9. Michael Graham. Thorin Bullen at Massacre23. Zach Duranto at ZDuranto58. William Trengrove at Varnus the Azure. Mike. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Darren Matthews at Doomster73. Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Mario Herker. Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail. Muhammad Graham. Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Knack95. Rachel Casterton at Urbion Ray. Vitanitas. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Zach Porter at Porter Paradox. John McRae. Marcus Karnecki. Miles Ribbons. And Richard Holman at Vex Lenin. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And before we get into our first segment, we just want to do a quick short announcement about an event that's coming up in the UK called X-Burst. So it's actually being run by a good friend of ours called Michael, and it's going to be based around the Final Fantasy trading card game. So if you're in the UK and you're available on the 21st of October and you live in roughly the southeast because it's going to be taking place in Gillingham at 10 o'clock in the morning, then feel free to head along. There's going to be tons of prizes and there's going to be loads of fun events such as archery and chocobo racing. But really, like if you are a passionate trading card game player, then this is going to be the event for you. There's going to be tons of prizes and you're going to be able to compete yourselves up against some of the best players in the UK. Yeah, it definitely looks like a really awesome opportunity for any TCG player in uh, the UK. Yeah, so if you want to find out more information, go on Facebook and type in X-Burst. There's no spaces or anything, it's just X-Burst. And you should hopefully be able to find the event page. And then from there, there's uh, you can probably go to the Eventbrite page and find out more information about the event. 
Alrighty. <laughs> so our main topic, which no one, I would say no one remotely saw coming, but it, the writing was kind of on the wall because yeah. they had spoken about it previously. But it was during the TGS 2017 Active Time Report, Tabata revealed towards the end of the stream, I think, that they're going to be working on Final Fantasy 15 for about another year. That's just crazy. Like, what other game really sort of does this that's not like not, a full multiplayer I don't think experience. anyone's ever done it this like this way. Yeah. Because a game like Destiny, which I think we've spoken about in the last episode, like they have a a persistent world they've built, they have a plan, long-term plan, um uh, but with Final Fantasy 15, there clearly was no real plan. Yeah. Um they they literally are going to continue making the stuff next year because fans have asked them to. That's yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. Which is which is crazy because yeah, like um they 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 weren't planning on doing it next year at all. They'd already no. started working on their new IP. Um and now um yeah, they've revealed they're gonna be working on Final Fantasy fifteen throughout twenty eighteen. And yeah. it's not just gonna be small things as well. They've said that there's gonna be a strong focus on the updates that they produce, uh they're gonna be focused around the story. Mm. Um they're gonna be creating potentially additional episodes like they have done with Ignis, Prompto and Gladiolus uh, which are going to be focused on certain characters uh, but they also want to focus on the wider world the the lore of the world and, and the, the smaller characters like the the kind of like the, the, the nitty gritty of the story let's say. Yeah and it's just like why? Like I mean I can understand why but at the same time it's just like this is just sort of beating a dead horse in a way. I think it's if you're a fan of Final Fantasy 15, then this is probably the best news you could ever yeah, hear. Yeah, it's true. Because they they have listened. So many people, I think the biggest complaint people had about the Final Fantasy 15 game was the story. the mm. And specifically the delivery of the story. Like the plot holes, the, the bits they've just missed out. And I think to their credit, they've said okay, we've messed up here. And, yeah. and while a lot of developers would try and fix bugs and patch other things like that, not many would would actually go back and address like a core a core thing like that. You might have it. So I remember with Uncharted Three, for example, when they did the multiplayer and they released it, it just people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. They didn't like. Um, I can't remember what specifically it was, but I think it was kind of the how the bullets fired. Yeah, and they fixed it. They just they reverted it kind of more back to how it was with Uncharted Two. Yeah. But that's a gameplay fix. I think those things are a bit easier. Yeah. But with the story, they've they've pretty much said, okay, we appreciate the fact that the story probably wasn't delivered in the best way. Uh, and we really want to... The, the people that have criticized the story, we really want to give you a positive impression of the game. Mm. And so we're going to commit to fleshing it out. Yeah. Which is what, like, most people wanted. But I don't know. At the same time, it's just, like, it's just really... It's really difficult for me to stay excited about it, especially since like some of the story things I don't know if I'm I necessarily care about. Like I care about Luna, I care about Ravis. Um the latest one that they produced, the uh sort of Gentiana one, I wasn't I wasn't too interested in. I guess like from a um It's sort a background law kind of yeah. Yeah, and um I mean it was executed okay. But, like, if every additional thing is going to sort of be, like, pasted in like that, it might be a bit um, disjointed and it sort of makes you think, well, you know, I'm sort of out of the realm right now. So 
I probably should just replay the game. Like, how long is this going to last? And when would be the time when we should play through the game again? Which is, I think, the struggle that a lot of people have been having. Yeah. Because there have been so many people, and actually on our survey, one of the questions asked was, have you completed the game? If not, why have you not completed it? And they're like, Mm. well, we're waiting until the story's finished. Yeah, so like... Because you don't know how many more updates they've got planned. It's an extra year for those people. They haven't announced any kind of roadmap. I think they said they were going to try and do one by the end of the year. We didn't even know this... We didn't even know the update in September was coming. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are even just waiting for all the DLC as well to be out, and even that's not necessarily out. But yeah, like, it's it's a difficult situation, really. I, I don't know why they're not being more transparent around things Mm. because if they said okay they should probably just do it in one big update like why don't they just say like okay so in june next year we're gonna have the story finished well what i find interesting as well is that like they had this huge survey about what people wanted and then they focused on gentiana like people it was arden was number one and then i don't Freya think, was number i think two. they were already planning on doing this you think one so? um, i think the survey, the survey yeah i think the survey has is, is to influence what they do next year gotcha but i still like feel like it was a bit of a cop-out for them to be like oh do you want do you really want arden dlc oh well no never mind we we might do like we might have to do a full other game experience for that. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, then why did you ask us whether or not we wanted Arden DLC? Yeah, it just it, you should it have seems said like the whole Arden thing. Game. Because when I was doing research in like around this particular topic and when the, what they'd said in the past and stuff, and I kind of dug into Comrades. So mm. like when they announced the season pass, which was only a couple of months before the release of the game, Tabata was talking about the fact that they knew they were going to have a multiplayer component, but yeah. they didn't really know what it was going to be. Yeah. And now, obviously, they've, they're they putting story in that, too. Mm-hmm. And it just seems that they're trying to put story as where wherever they can. Yeah. And, which is fine. Like, but I'd rather they just kind of said the story's done now or... Yeah. Like, because we... Yeah. Like the we base have, story is we done. We have no idea how much more story is going to be added into the game, or maybe where it's going to be just, added. Or maybe even just organize all their thoughts and like put it into a novel or something that they could produce or something. But like then that's not going to make people happy with the game. No, it's true. But I don't think that... I think it's going to be very hard for them to change the opinions of the people who are already disappointed in the game. I don't know. I mean, from the from the recent cutscene that's the the patch has been updated, there's been there's been a mixed reaction, but mm. I've I've generally felt that it's been more positive. I guess because like chapter thirteen verse two as an, as a an additional site. Chapter didn't really... thirteen was good. Chapter thirteen. Well, people part didn't like that two. one so much. I did like that one. I, I and I think the difference is that. Chapter 13, verse 2 didn't tell us anything we didn't already know. No. Whereas this well, update... Well, it did kind of, because it showed you the demise of It showed of you some stuff, yeah. but you'd already, you knew it had already happened. You knew it already happened, it but It didn't explain anything more how. about motivations or anything like that. I guess whereas, not. whereas this update, it's it's more lore, backstory, like, yeah. why did this happen? Why has everything yeah. turned out the way it has? And 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 I think as well, from a, from a character development perspective, mm-hmm. a lot of people are really appreciating... The slight amendment they made to the scene with Luna and Ravis yeah. in the Cellular Blossom Field, where Gentiana is now added to that scene. I don't know where Ravis goes. Yeah, he just nah, he, just, he just leaves. But um, like, <laughs> he's just like my sister is they, crying. Bye. They, they added a few extra scenes between, which explain a bit more about the relationship between Luna and Noctis, and I think mm-hmm. people really appreciated that because there were just small things that were missing that yeah. didn't really add up. But the one thing I will say though, and it really kind of. Um, it throws me out a bit is the fact that they're sort of using this weird like 
ye old English. Like they're trying to sound really like sort of proper and uh, saying all of these um, like thy and the goddess, blah, 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 like making this all of this exaggerated speech. But I feel like it takes away from what the actual meaning of what they're saying is. I don't know if that's a translation error or something or something that's gone a bit awry. But like I feel like when when uh, Gentiana speaks sometimes, some of it is very... Um, it's still very, like, sort of hidden. Pretentious. And, yeah, and, it, like, when Luna Freya talks as well, and I just sort of think, like, it's unnecessary. Like, you can you can talk proper. You can talk with uh, over-enunciated speech and make it sound really intense and, like, you're a bit of, like, a regal, a regal person. But, um, like, I feel like they t- do it a bit to the detriment of what, uh, of, like, making it understandable and legible to mm. the player. Cause like I did find that the Gentiana thing was hard to follow at times. Like I could sort of follow it in the images, but I was sort of struggling to figure out what she was actually trying to say because it was just so much sort of filtered garbage in there that I just didn't like. Yeah, because I could have just condensed it down to this happened because of this. Yeah, I mean, like, they could have... They, they but then can they make had to pat it, it out, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they can make it, like, a gorgeous, whatever, but, like, don't make it, like, I need to have translations I mean, for uh, English. The, the, the question I have around all this additional content is, was it already written? Because I get the feeling that they didn't already write it. Like, they, the yeah, story they released was they the story had they had. Planned. And now they're just kind of trying to think, oh, um... All right. So, what was this character's motivation? How can we how can we put this in a little bit more detail? How can we do this? How can we do that? Yeah. I I don't. I'm not really too convinced that they had it all planned out already. No, I mean it's a bit. It's like strange. Crisis Core, right? So yeah. clearly, the in the original version of Final Fantasy VII, most of the Crisis Core story didn't exist. Mm. They had no plans whatsoever to establish any wider lore. And then suddenly, like, Demura and Tabata and Kataze were like, "Oh, we should do a compilation of Final Fantasy VII." And yeah. they're like, "Well, how can we expand it?" That Crisis Core just creates a load of story and characters that didn't exist before, mm. and then they have to try and like redact them in. No, it's not not redacted. What what's the word I'm trying to say? Um, Insert them in. Um... Retcon. Mm. That's it. They just kind of ret- they, oh now this is the truth. This is what happened, and like I think that I feel that that's kind of what they're doing here. So yeah, no, I can I can understand that because like they're in the actual game, there's no sort of symbolism of the relationship between the gods. That was I mean, in the there's the whole cutscenes. There's the whole Pityos ruins massive. There thing, is, and, and that was that's one of the main gripes that people have with the additional cutscenes because it essentially makes it makes that um like not the case anymore. Well, the other stupid thing it is that they kind that of came theory. out and said that the Pityos ruins was intentionally done this way and all that kind yeah. of stuff, and then it's like, well. If that's the case, why did you why did you have it that way? Why did you then turn around and just ruin yeah, it's it? It's like why did you spend that long creating a six hour or however long it is dungeon? That's horrible. And why didn't you just make the additional story content? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably would have been a bit easier. But they had to have a really annoying dungeon. Well, they didn't day. have to. It's it seems like it's not even part of the game. Yeah, like it's just there. It almost looks like like somebody like hacked the game and just made like a yeah, it's like asshole a, Mario. It's like a hidden bit of the game, <laughs> and it's like okay, yeah. But like with all that being said, I mean like we can be angry about the theories not being correct and stuff, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Like we don't know what the create, we'll never know really what the creators had 
um, in mind when they created this story or sort of what their intentions were to begin with. So, you know, we can be angry about the fact yeah. that they don't match our theories, but at the end I, of the day, it doesn't really matter. I think all we can do is really be happy because we're going yeah. to hopefully get a completed version of Final Fantasy XV that should make the story better. Mm-hmm. If it starts making it worse, then obviously people are going to voice even more dis- displeasure. But yeah. I think as long as they do it in the right way, I think this new cutscene was was kind of... I think it was good. It was no different yeah. from the Bahamut cutscenes and stuff, like when you have the dialogue options and you want to yeah. learn more about this. Like If you don't want to watch them, you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's been implemented much better than the Chapter 13 Verse 2 stuff. Where it's like, oh, you can only view one or the other. Yeah. No real need for that. Yeah. But they kind of had to do that at the time because there was no chapter select. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the thing that's kind of weird about this is the fact that, right, so they had, they're working on their new IP. They had a clear structure in place. They were going to stop working on Final Fantasy fifteen after episode Ignis. Uh, the guys working on the PC version, is like a different team uh, with NVIDIA. Um, and the, most of the people were going to, I presume, move over to work on the new IP. Yeah. They have deadlines they need to commit. They've committed to. They have to meet for that new IP. Mm-hmm. But now, because the team have said, like, well, we want to work on Final Fantasy XV, they've, they've had to restructure the entire department to accommodate for the fact that they're still going to have X amount of people working on 15, but they still yeah. need to have the deadlines met on the other one. They're not going to get any more staff, as far as I'm aware. No. they just got to try and make it work, which... To their testament shows how committed they are to doing this, but at the same time, I'm now slightly worried that the the new IP is going to have its quality hindered because this is what yeah. always happens at Square. Yeah, they don't know how to manage their projects effectively. You Tabata get people gets moving. Left alone. Well, you get you get people moving between departments all the time, and mm-hmm. like it's what happened with Final Fantasy VII. We read we saw recently that Chrono Chrono Trigger was in trouble, so. They'd already started working on Final Fantasy VII, but everyone had to stop working on Final Fantasy VII down tools. Oh, we've got to go and help on Chrono Trigger. That's in Dire Straits. We've got to fix that up. Now we can go yeah. back to Final Fantasy VII. Oh, you, you've just announced Final Fantasy Agato thirteen. Well, unfortunately, you need to work on Crisis Core. Yeah. And then Crisis Core's done now, but now you need to work on Parasite Eve. Sorry. Yeah, I think that is part of the issue is that, like, you know, with Episode Ignis, it just felt like that would be the natural end of Final Fantasy XV. And I think people were kind of looking forward to that just because then it would just be over. And the fact that they've now announced essentially another year's worth of content, like, yeah, there's going to be less people working on the other IP. The marketing team is all going to be still on Final Fantasy XV. We're still going to get, like, thrown in at E3 and stuff, Final Fantasy XV stuff. I mean, maybe it's also stalling time for them between um, this and the Final Fantasy VII remake as well. Because, like, I mean, if they keep us focused on Final Fantasy fifteen, then we're not well, yeah, paying because, as much attention to Final I mean, Fantasy after, VII and we still have stuff to announce. After January, when Dissidia teas out, mm-hmm. there's nothing. Exactly. There's literally no Final Fantasy game on the horizon apart from mobile titles. So, like, I really think that it might it might also be that kind of move to do, give them some space, some time before um, part one of Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out. But it's still, like, oof. Like, I could have asked for so much. I, I would want so much more. Yeah. I really don't know. Like, it's really confusing how Square Enix works. And... To be honest, how many freaking people they must have working on their staff <laughs> just for these games? Like, they just must have so many hands. And I, I just, 
I wouldn't want to be somebody working at Square Enix right Well, yeah, now. I mean, they've just created... BD2 obviously worked really hard to get Final Fantasy 15 out the door. That, I mean, they've just announced they're going to be working on a second VR game. Like, I mean... And I'm sure for that Spoilers for the news coming up, but... Yeah. Like, they, there's so much on their plate right now. Yeah. I mean, like, even with Comrades, they they were, like, they're trying to massively overachieve on it. Uh, like, everything's taking longer than they anticipated... Like yeah. the fact, I mean, I appreciate the fact they did the September update with the story, but and that was free. The, the depth of it was quite limited, considering it's it's now like eleven months after launch. Yeah, like, yeah. Like if they were planning on doing this from like ages ago, like why is it not a bit better quality? But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So right, we're going to move on to our news now. We want to focus more on uh, on those Nvidia um, those Nvidia demos where we show uh, Nick's in all of his leather coat. That's oh, a nice yeah. leather coat. That's, That's a, much. Oh, better. guys, do you like it? That's a really good leather That's coat. That's a really good leather coat. Clap, clap, clap! Yay! Uh, right, so news. Uh, so as I've probably spoiled already, we had a load of fun Fantasy Fifteen news at TGS. Yeah. One of them was actually that it was the last active time report. Oh. So they said they're going to be moving into a new communication format moving forward. Mm. Um, but during the Active Time Report, they had, and around it, they announced a load of different things. So one is that Comrades, the multiplayer expansion, is coming out on the 31st of October. So it's coming out this month. Yeah, it's going to be on Halloween. Yeah. Gonna Are you excited to cut... for it, Lauren, even though you're not going to play it? Yeah, going to have to cut <laughs> trick-or-treating short. I'm curious as to how much story they're going to put in it. I know. Like, I mean, it it depends. Like, if it's if it's a good... I also don't really know how of... it works. Me neither. If it's a good piece of DLC and, like, people are really raving about it, I am half-tempted to get it because I do think, like... We were sort of talking about this on the FF chat, but this is the kind of DLC that I would think is, like, valid DLC because it is, like, a whole different experience to the base game. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see how it plays out and what the story is. And, um, but I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. I mean, like, I haven't really seen much about it, but like some of the screenshots, they were saying how, like how, how it's going to be Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer, um, uh, Eris and she stuff, might but appear. she looks pretty much the same. Like, I swear I saw a screen grab of her. I don't think they've announced it. They haven't, they no. haven't shown her yet. So. As far as I'm I aware. I don't know. They've shown, I think, Viv. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's going to be older NPCs that are going to be in Comrades, yeah. I believe. Oh, Viv. How you stayed alive after all that, I have no clue. It's the cardio. It must be. So, yeah, that's coming out. Um, and then Episode Ignis is, of course, coming out in the, the, the month of December at some point. We don't mm-hmm. know anything more than that. Um, as we've been talking about already, they, uh, they announced the September patch update. Just kind of on the side. Like, again, it was in, uh, like they did with Gamescom. They just yeah. announced the patch just subtly in the, a new Final Fantasy fifteen universe trailer. Yeah, like, blink and you miss it, yeah. really. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a bit strange. Um, but it added new scenes with Ifrit, Shiva, uh, Gentiana, and Luna Freya. I think it's, yeah, it's about, like, nine, ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, I, I think it's a decent update. I think it's worth, I the, think, worth yeah. the watch, definitely. But they also added something really silly. Um <laughs> They added two new fish into the game. Yeah. Um, and then after the patch came out, the Japanese uh, side of Square Enix went to Twitter and said, um, yeah, no, we actually added those fish into the game by accident. They weren't <laughs> supposed to be in this patch. Um, sorry. 
Yeah. Well, they don't them. work. They don't. Yeah, yeah you can't catch work. them. Like they're not there. They just they put them in the the like the archive section where you can see the fish. Yeah. But you can't catch them. <laughs> so we don't know when they're going to be actually be added in for you to catch. No. They should have just put them in anyway. So yeah, it was just like they did a few couple of bug fixes around the Assassin's Festival. Moogle Chocobo Carnival is now finished. Forever. And they added some fish you can't catch. Yep. Happy yeah. fishing. And, and then what else yeah. is in store, Daryls? What else do we have? I'm going to let you talk about it, Lauren, because I know you're uh, so fascinated. We're going to get a second VR game. Final Fantasy XV, Chocobro, The Dating Sim. No, that should not be a you VR game. You can have a relationship no. with all the Chocobros. In VR. Yep, and Gladiolus is going to make love to a cup noodle. The end. That would make a great VR game, actually. That would make a horrible VR game. What are you talking <laughs> about? I think people would actually buy that. Or oh, Kenny... oh, people would buy it. <laughs> or Kenny the Crow VR. That that would be better. Run around and attack people as Kenny the Crow. <laughs> <laughs> You're just inside the Kenny the Crow costume the uh, entire time. I I have a feeling that it's either going to be a like a Chocobo racing game, mm. or it's going to be a, like the Prompto yeah. game again. Yeah, because they kind of said that they. When they originally announced the VR experience, of course, it was the Prompto light gun game. Mm-hmm. They realized that it was actually really hard to make that. Yeah. So that's why. Or they better were- yet, it's going to be you know that part where you're going into Altitia when you're on the boat. It's <laughs> going to be a boat simulator. Boat simulator. Like a um. Oh, what is what are the names? The gon- gondola. gondolas. It's going to be Final a Fantasy gondola. Fifteen gondola simulator. Gondola simulator. Hey, I mean, there is a market for it. There's bus simulator, police simulator, <laughs> where farm you just go simulator. around and look at the scenery. I I think it could do it could do well. <laughs> but yeah, we're onto something there, yeah. Lauren. Yeah, no, I know. But yeah, so that's that's it for your fantastic Final Fantasy Fifteen news. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Uh, so we're going to move on to the city <laughs> NT because we can't contain our excitement yeah um noctis in the news that no one is surprised by yeah was officially confirmed as a character for the city nt <laughs> yeah and he, his character actually kind of his character model actually kind of looks like the one from fall fantasy 15 uh new empire yeah it does like it kind oh. of looks like it i was just like looking at it i was just like that looks exactly like his character model in a new empire but aside from that, it's exciting to see him. Um, I'm curious to see how he works. I don't know why. I don't know why they had to wait this long. I don't because know because I thought I thought that they, they should have announced Noctis alongside the announcement of the game. Yeah. Failing that, obviously they didn't want to do that. Just announce him closer to launch. Get people hyped up towards launch because we're still what like three no four four months. Well, it's five months away mm-hmm. when they announced it. We have a new one coming today yeah today-ish so yeah like it was a bit weird and also the fact that it was it was a big it was a big global announcement whereas Mm. pretty much every other Dissidia arcade stroke nt character announcement gets no attention in the west whatsoever square x don't even bother sending out press releases for it yeah whereas this one was like noctis Dissidia nt amazing yeah 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 come see noctis woohoo i'm so excited it also coincided with the first See, this is what's really confusing, right? So they clearly had a trailer at E3. Mm-hmm. This one was dubbed the first official trailer. Mm. I don't yeah. know what the last one was. But this one was the first trailer. <laughs> it was trailer tester. number one. It was the tester trailer. Well, I think... So 
It Obviously, when they when they showed it off at E3, there it was basically the arcade. Uh, it was basically the arcade game ported to the to the PlayStation Four, but they got a lot of negative feedback about the the HUD and everything. Yeah. So this new trailer showed off the changes to the HUD and also had Noctis at the end as a new character with his warp mechanic intact. Oh yes. Yeah, this thing that they said they were just going to take ages to try and do. It's it there. It still looks like it's going to be super confusing to play the game like yeah i mean they're really trying like to push it i even really got uh, i even got an email today about the fact it's going to be uh a big uh uk esports event like mm-hmm. a, a big fighting fighting event fighting game event mm-hmm. so that they're clearly trying to push it hard they, they clearly feel yeah. as though it's not going to be confusing for people yeah we'll see how we'll see how it goes i mean i think it's more like when you play it and you you get used to it it's pretty straightforward but yeah. as a spectator sport i I, I don't think, think people are going yeah, to like, follow. Normal fighting games are really straightforward. You hit yeah. the guy's health goes down. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas and in the city, it's, it. it's not you hit the high, the health is go- it, it, no. it hit the guy's health goes down. It's not that. Especially because it's like it's three three v three. Like it's completely different. Like who do you pay attention to? At least with something like League of Legends, like you can kind of get what's going on. Like you kind of have you have an easy easy to use user interface where you can like focus on some people of focus on one champion over here but then you can also switch to the action that's happening over here you can kind of gauge like where everything is going on whereas this one i feel like it's just gonna be crazy mm. like yeah, yeah just i guess insane. we'll have to see what happens. yeah we'll see what happens it will be interesting but um either way the last piece of news that we have is the fact that Final Fantasy IX has been moved to PS4, which I'm really surprised, like, how much hype this thing has gotten. Because like, it's available on the people... PlayStation 3, right? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I thought so. I think it's a PSN game. I thought it was. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, like, I mean, people are just freaking the frick out about it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's... It's cool, but well, like think, we just—I think the PlayStation Three one is the old, like it's the PlayStation One uh, version, maybe. whereas this one is the kind of the, the, port. the updated yeah, one. The, up, the updated one. Yeah, but at like the same time, I'm just kind of like, well, we just we just got it on PC like a while ago. You guys are already ready to play it again, like really. But I guess people are really big fans of. Well, there's all the people Fantasy that won't 9. buy on the PC. It's true, but it seems like there's a lot of people. But either way, I mean, like, yeah, it's totally cool. Um, I I want to play it again, but I'm gonna play it again on Steam. I'm I'm not bothering with the PS4 version, but that's just me. So that's pretty much all the all the news we've got for you guys this episode. Sadness, sadness forever. So it's time to move on to our music segment, Lauren. Do you want to do the honors since you picked this one out? Yeah, sure. Uh, this was something that I found on YouTube. Uh, the performer is Max Thirteen, and the song is Gepra Whitewood. Uh, and it's by the it's a song of the same name it's basically just the remix yeah and it's really nice it's a really calm easy to listen to tune it's from final fantasy 13 if you yeah. didn't you didn't know well maybe not calm it's like um it's sort of just electronic it's nice i really enjoy mm. it so i hope you guys enjoy it too yes all right on that note the next episode of final fantasy union is scheduled to come out on the 17th of october and if you want to subscribe to us, then please head to the iTunes store if you just search for Final Fantasy there or thereabouts. And of course, if you want to check out everything we do on YouTube, just type in Final Fantasy Union on YouTube and you can join the now 32,000 subscribers. Woo! 
And of course, you can catch all our news coverage at FinalFantasyUnion.com, which is done by Braden. At the moment, there's a ton of stuff about the mobile games. Like, there are so many updates happening. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's going on with mobile games at the moment. Yeah, so if you want to support us on Patreon, then uh, please head over to patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion. But from that i think it's time for us to say for a while i think we actually managed to do a reasonably short episode that time Lauren. we actually stuck to our stuck to our plan there which is good because i've got to edit this and go to sleep in, yes. in an hour yeah. or a two hour. well no it's gonna take longer than that oh, man yeah, sorry daryl oh late night for daryl i love you thank you i no love problem. you too yeah bye Everyone, guys we all, we love you all as well yeah we do love you all you're, you're thank you for listening all yeah. this way through thank you yeah and we'll see you next episode. Bye. All right, guys. And Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com production. <laughs>